this edition of Let's Talk. We have been going through the book of Acts, and today we are in Acts chapter 9. Today we want to look at the will of God. The story is told as when Scottish missionary to South Africa, Mr. Robert Moffat, came, to, came back to recruit helpers for the work in Africa. He came during a cold winter. When he arrived at the church where he was to speak, he noted that only a small group of women had, get, had come out against the winter weather. In his discouragement, he almost failed to notice one small boy in the loft who had come to work the bellows of the church pipe organ. When Moffat gave a call to respond to the missionary call, no one came forward, but the young man who was working in the organ decided that he would follow in his footsteps of this pioneer missionary. He went on to school, obtained a degree in medicine, and, and, sent the rest, and spent the rest of his life among the unreached tribes of Africa. His name was David Livingston. God's call can come several ways. One is a direct supernatural calling that is unmistakable. David Livingston was called by God during Robert Moffat's presentation. The Apostle Paul was equally clearly called by God. Acts chapter 9, verse 3 records the following. It says, Saul, that is Paul, near Damascus on his journey. Suddenly a, a light from heaven flashed around him. He felt the ground and heard the voice say to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Who are you, Lord? Saul asked. I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting, he replied. Now get up and go to the city, and you will be told what it is you must do. This is a clear call that can only be obeyed as it is so strong. I worked with a dentist in West Africa who told me when he was 12 years old at a missions conference, God called him to be a dental missionary. He got a medical degree and a Bible degree and spent the entire, his entire career in West Africa doing dental ministry. God gives supernatural callings to people who will face greater troubles in carrying out their ministries. The great missionary to China, Hudson Taylor, was clearly called in his teen years to minister in China. He outlived three wives and several children during his work of opening up the inland regions of China. Through all the difficulties he faced, he could always fall back on the, on the powerful calling when he was a youth. This type of calling is powerful, but less common than the second type of a call, which is a still small voice leading a person to take a step of faith based on the leading of the Lord rather than a more powerful calling of the Lord. Most of the missionaries that I worked with experienced the second type of calling, which is responding to the leading of the Lord. God gives you a burden for something and you take a step of faith. And later when you are ministering, God confirms his calling in your life. This quieter call takes steps of faith to follow. But God is honored by our steps of faith. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6 says, And without faith it is impossible to please God. When I used to speak at missions conferences, sometimes people would come up to me and say, If God calls me to be a missionary, I'll go. This is commendable, but what would that calling look like? Would it, be an, would it be an Apostle Paul Damascus Road type of encounter with the Holy Spirit, or would it be a quiet, quieter leading of the Lord while you are teaching children Sunday school? It is best to take small steps of faith that God will lead you to greater works. Be in prayer, make disciples, teach Sunday school, and trust the Lord. He will guide you in His perfect will. Let's pray. Father, thank you that you call us in different ways into your purposes. We pray, Lord, for, for people to be called into, the, into your service, Lord, be it missionary service or simply teaching third grade Sunday school here in the United States. Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you for your love for us. In Jesus' name, amen.